please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers and others related to traveling and tourism. What's up, Travel Tips podcast listeners? This is Kai speaking, and I'm here today with Marisol and Melina. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kai. Hello, Kai. <laughs> Hi, thank you for joining. Um, well, thank you for the listeners to joining the Daily Travel Tips podcast. Um, today's topic is sunscreen. What can you do right? What can you do wrong? And what uh, sunscreen actually has an impact what kind of impact it has on the coral reef uh, it all started with a conversation we will get into that um, but first of all i would like to ask the ladies to introduce themselves because i'm afraid i will not do it in the proper way so melina marisol uh, why are we sitting here together with you in that uh, in regards to that topic Uh, good morning, uh, I'm Melina Sato, I'm the coordinator for Mexico for the Healthy Reefs for Healthy People initiative. Uh, it's um, an organization that uh, reassembles um, other institutions, other initiatives from the academia, from the civil society organization, from government, and we uh, monitor the, reef, the, health, the health of the reef in the Mesoamerican reef. So it's the barrier reef that is in Mexico, Belize, Guatemala, and Honduras. Which is the second largest in the world. Exactly. <laughs> it's the first transboundary, because actually the Australia barrier reef, it's only Australian. Yes. And it's the, the The longest barrier reef that is shared between countries. Oh, okay, that's it's a... over a thousand kilometers long. So yeah, over a thousand. Yeah. Wow. That's... <laughs> and so I'm a marine biologist, and I Great. actually did my master degree thesis on the impact of uh, sunscreen on fishes, the coral reef fishes. We have an expert here. Thank you, Marisa, for inviting her. Thank you. Wow, that, that's stunning. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm uh, thrilled. Um, go ahead. My name is Marisol Rueda. I am the communications consultant for the Healthy Reefs Initiative. Uh, I'm in charge of the social media, of organizing events to create awareness of all the issues that we have here and all the resources that we have here. Um, I studied a, a master's in science focused in management of marine resources and I have been working for the Coral Reefs for almost eight years. Um, well, that's it. Well, well, that's it. I'm, I'm impressed that you already realized the, the wrong choices of words I'm taking here. I'm impressed by the expertise. I'm very happy that I have uh, some experts here on that topic uh, because it is very important, obviously. Uh, we are living uh, off the ocean. We're enjoying the ocean. And um, well, I already had a couple of podcasts about protecting the coral reef, even though you're not living close to the ocean you can do something but today's topic is about especially about the sunscreen since uh, uh, there is a lot of uh, lack of knowledge let's mm -hmm. say it like that uh, you want to protect your skin from the sun because you don't want to get burned you don't want to get cancer everybody is aware about that but Many people do not know what a bad impact actually sunscreen has on uh, the environment or in the environment, especially in the ocean. 
And I started reaching out to Marisol about that podcast since there are some products which are, in my opinion, very misleading. They are labeled as reef friendly. And I want to uh, yeah, clarify that. I would like to start a discussion with you guys uh, why it's called reef friendly. Why is it, is it misleading? What harm can have the that we take it or put it on our skin? We most likely want it off but yeah let's start with that we are putting sunscreen on our on our skin what is in the sunscreen what is actually harmful for the coral reef uh, yeah actually there is kind of two parts of the sunscreen right like like we were saying yes. before uh, there is the cream like the the actual um cream of the sunscreen and the actual um, UV filter that's the active component so sometimes also in the cream in the cream part of the sunscreen there is compounds that are um, that are uh, harmful for the environment and these ones were the first to be studied like the parabens that sometimes there is label like PABA yes exactly so in Europe in, in some part of the US uh, these uh, components are forbidden now yeah I read about that uh -huh, exactly but so only in Europe no, in, in other parts of the of the world too, but it began it began in in Europe, yes, yeah. and uh, so that's why uh, before that the focus was on the cream part of the sunscreen, but until recently and not so recently now it's almost twenty years that uh, in Europe it began um, in the um, in the rivers of Europe uh, they began to. Um, see that the fishes in the river began, the male fishes in the river began to develop uh, female traits. So oh. they began to um, study that part. And there is many compounds, there is many um, contaminants that can do this kind of uh, effect that's called endocrine effect that affect the hormone system of I read the, about it it has uh -huh. an, uh, it can be a disruptor of the exactly. endocrine system exactly because not only by fishes no not only for fishes it began like that because fish are food and so yeah. that's what they began to to realize that there were less um, um, mature male fishes etc but that's how it be all began and they began to study all these compounds and these are the kind of the um, group of compounds that now I called like emergent contaminant uh -huh. because it's all new new compounds that are used in um, sunscreen but also in plastics but also in your um, shampoo etc no every uh, what you use daily basically yeah. and they what you said they discovered that roughly 20 years ago yeah they, 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 we're still putting it on our daily life on yes, our skin most exactly. likely yes 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 definitely yeah yeah definitely and for example one of the main um, component of the sunscreen the main uh, UV filter yeah that is used um, in the active component of the sunscreen is oxybenzone and it's also called benzophenone it's also called multi you know many it, names Many names, exactly. So sometimes it can be tricky to, to recognize it. I see. And it, they usually come mixed. 
Yeah. It's not usually oxybenzone alone. It comes with another UV filter because they all work at different um, wavelengths. Uh-huh, I see. Exactly. Okay. So that's why. And so the oxybenzone now is beginning to yeah to raise a lot of suspicions, and it's beginning to be banned from certain. Um, countries or parks. But yeah. I, now I already have a question that raises a lot of red flags yes. because it is, well, let's say having that, that uh, endocrine disrupting uh, yes. uh, behavior into animals and humans. But as well, I read somewhere that it mm-hmm. also has that uh, disrupting behavior on the coral reef. Yes. Now we are closing the circle to our topic, getting into the coral reef. So when we put it on our on our skin, we yes. would bring it into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. And and usually, going. because these um, compounds, these UV filters, they are lipophilic. They they like grease, you know. So yes. they don't they don't really dissolve in the water. So they usually uh, tend to attach to particles and or plankton. Yeah. And, and so that's more easy for the coral to be in contact with the with the sunscreen. You know, it's not only because of the water, but because it's also attached to the particles in the water. So it can also consume it. So it's a lot of part. And inside, when it reaches it, it causes an oxidative stress. To the to the to cell, the yeah. and so it can induce. Uh, well, it facilitates the the arrival of virus. So it it weakens the coronavirus um, because it's stressed. And due so to the chemicals, can, exactly, it's and like lowering its immune system. Well, it's it's stressing it, yeah. So so the the virus or it can be infected, and uh, it can uh, also promote uh, bleaching. Okay, what yeah. does that mean for the for the coral? Yeah, the well, let's let's start a bit earlier. Uh-huh. Why is coral important? Why, why are we so worried about that, <laughs> Marisol? <laughs> <laughs> well, the the coral reef um, is the first barrier that we have in the ocean that will lower down the force of the storms and the hurricanes and will protect us um, from from those damages that a hurricane can cause. Um, that's the first barrier and then we have the mangroves that we are also losing that barrier. Uh, that's one of the benefits from the coral reef. Also, uh, there are a lot of studies uh, of the components of some corals that are helping to have medicines. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, they are the house of a lot of commercial species like fishes, like groupers and snappers that we are using to consume. As, as our food, lobsters, uh, that it's a very, very important resource here in Quintana Roo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very healthy population and sustainable uh, fishing of lobster. Um, they, they are indicators of the water quality. If we have clear water, um, very transparent, very blue, it means that we have a healthy system. Um, 25, around 25% of the biodiversity of the ocean is based in the coral reefs. I read, I read the same. So the, the coral reef is like the nursery mm-hmm. for for smaller fishes. Yeah, it can be. They, it, some of these fishes uh, start in the mangroves actually. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, even sharks. I read about that as yeah. the bull sharks. I yeah, just yeah. I learned that this year. That's very interesting. Yeah, they start growing there, and when they reach a, a certain uh, size, 
they move, they move out, out from the mangrove and then they establish it in the coral reef. That's definitely another topic we, we might, uh, yes, yeah, talking definitely. about the mangrove, the touristic <laughs> development and what is the correlation with uh, yeah. the mangroves, which we used to have plenty here, but yeah, yeah every day less. That is definitely a topic we should uh, catch up. And some of the spawning aggregation sites of some fishes like groupers, which are very, very important, are also based in the coral reefs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, when I go snorkeling or scuba diving, I always see the little tiny fishes in there. You, the, the smaller, the closer you look, the more you actually see. This is always very exciting. Yeah. So that is why the coral reef is that important. Yes, yes. And coral bleaching, what is that? You were yeah, well, the coral bleaching is the phenomenon, well, okay, coral <laughs> is an animal, right? yes, and it lives in symbiosis with a microalgae, where it is called symbiolinium. Uh, the, it's a symbiosis, so both um, um, have um, interest in being together, right? So They're the, helping each exactly, other. Exactly. Microalgae is uh, uh, giving back uh, some nutrients to the to the coral, and coral is like giving it home and security, right? Yeah. So the the coral also eats some so plankton little uh, bugs in the water. I see. <laughs> and but it it our water our waters are very poor actually. They they oligotrophic, so they they are poor in 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 plankton and so plankton. So this microalgae is helping him as a supplement for, for his um, requirement of energy. I see. Exactly. So when the coral is stressed, sometimes it's a reaction of it. So it can be because of the increasing temperature. That's why most of the time lately, uh, we can uh, observe this phenomenon like late uh, summer because yeah. the water is too hot and the it is literally bleaching the coral. Is that what I see? The, the yeah, white exactly because the the color the corals is translucent. It doesn't have a color. Yeah. What gives it its color? Orange, purple, etc. Is actually the microalgae living inside ah. of it. So when the coral is stressed. It expelled that that microalgae doesn't this uh, symbiosis doesn't work, work anymore. anymore. Uh -huh. So it expelled the microalgae out of his tissue and it becomes translucent. So you, be, you see his skeleton underneath, which is Isn't white. It? So that's why you you can see them white when they bleach. When they are bleaching or when they are white, are they actually dead? Is that already uh, not no? yet? Okay. No, no, I, I didn't, no, 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 I didn't know. I have to ask. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, no, it's obviously, it's it's not that they are dead yet. Exactly. It is on its way because it's expelling the yeah. the microalgae uh -huh. and and therefore the symbiosis is not working. And that all can be caused by by our sunscreen we are using yes. because of the stress. Some part of it, yes. The chemicals in the sunscreen. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's causing oxidative stress to the cells, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, it can stress the, the coral, which expels the, the microalgae. And bleaching can be also caused by the rates mm -hmm. of the temperature yeah. of the water. Then we're it's talking about global warming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a combination yeah. of different I, factors affecting and causing mm -hmm. bleaching. And if, if this microalgae 
comes back, if, if all the stresses are out, yeah. then this coral keeps living. So that's why, and it's very important mm -hmm. for people to know that if you see a, a white a coral, it doesn't mean that it's dead. It only There's means that the circumstances are yeah, not right. Exactly. So it can come back. When it starts uh, dying is when we see the macroalgae, like this uh, algae that is brownish, fluffy, yeah. greenish. Yeah. So when it starts covering the corals, then we can say that they are starting to die. Because I see. they become suffocated. There's no light, there's no nutrients, they can't mm. catch up anything, so they start to I understand. Mm -hmm. Wow. So when we see bleach covered, that is an indicator that the circumstances there are not healthy exactly. for, but it's okay. Exactly. The, main, the main reason is, uh -huh, is uh, as we were saying, the main reason is uh, global warming. Um, but it, when you add other stressor to it, it there are apparently warming. several factors which yes. are having a negative impact exactly. on the coral. Uh, itself, because I read uh, that as well, the the companies which are producing those lotions, those those mm. creams, and those sunblocks, they are arguing that uh, yeah, well, it is rather the global warming than our product. So there is there is no need to to ban our product or the chemicals in the product. It's it's a combination of, of all exactly. these things, right? Yeah. And it has been proven that in 72 hours, a sun mm -hmm. sunscreen can cause bleaching mm -hmm. in corals. So it's a very short amount of time. Yes. And imagine we are receiving 15 million tourists per year in Quintana Roo. I was about to say that, especially <laughs> the, the huge amount of people, the concentration on the nice beaches. Everybody's going, let's say, to the, uh, to the same beach and you are hardly alone on the beach. And everyone is going there and once they arrive, they put the sunscreen on in a thick layer because they want to protect themselves. And after that first thing, let's go into the water, yeah, washing exactly. it off again. Exactly. And it doesn't matter if you are not going to snorkel or dive in the reef. Yeah. Even if you are in the coastline, uh, on the beach, just playing mm -hmm. with the water, that will uh, finally arrive to the coral reefs. We have it in our front yard. It's almost like 200 meters. You can't even swim yes. and arrive to the barrier. I, I read the same that even if you would argument, yeah, I don't go into the water, but eventually you take a shower, exactly, you wash it off, right? Say, yeah. and, and those chemicals, as you said, uh, mm -hmm. you were using a word that they are uh, attracted to... Uh, Lipophilic, yeah. To the they are hypophilic. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you wash it off in the shower or in the ocean, eventually it ends up there. Yeah. Since those chemicals, they don't break down. Exactly, and water treatment plants are not designed to break down uh, so efficiently these kinds of um, chemicals. chemicals. Yeah. So, um, no matter, so we have to limit the amount to, uh, of, of the use of these chemicals. Yeah. What is the solution? Let's let's talk about that. Let's make, yeah, I, 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 that's why I'm yeah, asking yeah. because we're talking very, well, I, I get the idea that we are not supposed to get too into detail about the, the, the scientific part. I'm very happy that I have you here, uh, our doctor. Uh, but uh, also not not to get to forget to the listeners because we have to provide them some solution. Yeah. My my first solution is to avoid it, to mm -hmm. use it. Yes. But then we're talking about quickly about the reef healthy, uh, the, the the tourist traps. Let me say it like that. I mean, this is really bad. If a if a product says it's reef healthy and then it's 
not. Yeah. What what would be a solution if we raise attention now and let's say uh, a mom is listening to that and she said, I want to take care of the coral reef with my family, my husband and my three kids. What mm -hmm. can she do? Well, she should use then um, um, sunscreens that don't have uh, these kinds of UV filters that will be oxybenzone, octisalate, octinoxate, all these complicated names that are in the in the ingredient list they should usually as long as it is long right. and hard to pronounce yes, exactly. <laughs> avoid it that's, that's a good the best tip. way to <laughs> that's a good tip if it's long and with a lot of x and y it's usually not that good and prefer the um zinc or titanium oxide uh, filters but i was about to say go ahead there is another trap yeah but make sure they're non-particulate non, uh, uh, that they are not non-particulate because the nano. They, they exactly the nano particulates uh, they can pass through the skin uh, barrier and yeah. reach the body and accumulate in the body and well titanium and zinc they are heavy metals so you don't yeah. really want them. you might want to la uh, listen and to heavy metal but not accumulate it exactly so yeah you should well avoid the use but i understand that also sunburn is not good for your health so protect yourself with hat shade um, How do you say the... The long the sleeves, rash long rash, rash guards, rash that's what we, exactly. well, that's what we, the, the people who are living close to the beach, exactly. long sleeve shirts, exactly. hats. Even uh, these new water leggings are exactly. very... Exactly. Exactly. And, and there are... Well, what do you have to Google for if you look for these products? Well, actually there's a very good uh, web page. Uh, that's uh, studying all your personal care products uh -huh. options uh, that are good and it's called environmental working group it's ewg.org on internet ewg.org uh -huh, on internet yeah it's super easy and so you can like shampoo or sunscreen and then there's a list of all the available well most of the available brands and it can and it tells you there's like a Uh, light, um, how do you say, uh, Traffic light. Traffic light yeah. code, you know, like red, red orange, do not use yellow, yellow wall, exactly, maybe, and green, exactly, you should. Exactly, yeah. for each of the products. And there's also a list of the best ones. I was about to ask, are they offering alternatives? Yes. The good one? That, yeah, that might be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah, okay, ewg.org. Yes. Okay, that is a nice hint because <laughs> I no because avoid the, the long uh, and the, 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 yes, the yes. long lists and the, the hard word to pronounce you very quickly run out of options yes, that, that yes, is yes. Uh, that's what I figured uh, me as a, we are offering tours here and we used to offer a sunscreen in our van in case people would forget it And it was a biodegradable sunscreen. Yes. I was like, yeah, I'm out of the... It, the, it was the cream. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> what can I... Uh, how can I replace it? And I'm out of option. It's very hard to find something. We had that discussion with the... There is one certain brand, but then it's in a plastic bottle. We're doing plastic <laughs> clean... Or we're doing cleanups at the beach. It is very hard to, to find, let's say, good options or uh, options which are justifiable if you are uh, conscious about yes. those things it's very hard 
So, um, Marisol, any other suggestions about, uh, uh, well, let's say the, the mom, uh, which might <laughs> listen to that, who wants to protect the reef, but as well her family? Well, well um, I, I don't have like any other new tips, but since you mentioned that most of the sunscreens are contained in a plastic bottle, yeah. um, we are doing the best. Like we, we need to feel that we are choosing the best option we can. Yeah. Um, we, sometimes we cannot be like a hundred percent eco-friendly. Yes, I agree with on that. Plastics. And remind people that the, the plastic can be recycled. Mm -hmm. If you bring that plastic not to the trash can but to a recycling good facility, call. Yes. You you still are doing good things you know, for the environment. Yeah. So yeah, in Mexico we only recycle around 12% of the plastics, which is a very small amount. So just encouraging people that they detect all the recycling materials that they are using at their home because most of them can be recycled. So don't just dump it in the regular uh, mm -hmm. trash uh, and, and bring them with you to a recycling facility. And we have many here in Playa del Carmen. Once again, there's a lot of misinformation and not a lot of knowledge of where they are located, but we have. And we also have programs from the government where you can bring your, your stuff. And it's just not the stuff. easy way. You have to be yeah. interested. And as you said, there's a lot of, uh, mi not, not misinformation, just lack of information. That's what I realized yeah. living here now since six years. It is um, not hard, but it's just not easy to find the right source of information for the uh, right topic. I read that uh, last year uh, in, I don't know, maybe you know, but it's on the other side. We're mm -hmm. talking about Hawaii. Yes. There, uh, uh, the Hawaiians, they realized that, well, we, everybody should realize, but the tourism industry is living off the beauty of a coral reef, obviously. And um, there was a bill introduced by a senator uh, who was trying to ban those products which are having these certain UV filters. I was googling, this is what I have here, my, my research, uh, was half an hour, 40 minutes uh, doing some research, but I was not able to get more into that. Do you know any more about the ban of those? Are there already any countries, any regions where those uh, chemicals or products are banned? Is there any way we could, as well as a tourist, well, Supporting it by avoiding it, mm -hmm. clearly. But are there uh, those Hawaiians, they are doing a good thing? Is there anything uh, new about that? Are they, is it? Yes, actually, like two days ago, uh, the bill passed. Uh, I don't remember how many steps they need to, to pass. The Hawaiian bill? Day. Yeah, yeah. That was in February 2017. No, but, yeah, but two days ago, they ate, because this year, this is when they began the whole political yes. process. Yes. Uh, at the beginning of the year, they um, uh, presented the bill yeah. officially and to the Congress of Hawaii. Uh, excuse me if it's not the Congress of Hawaii, but the legal structure uh, yeah, yeah. for Hawaii. And three days ago, they, they, they said that it passed the first step of the, of the report. Great. Yeah, because actually there's only one more step before it's official so okay so yeah it's going well because this is actually the first um, uh, official bill 
to be uh, approved or to be soon approved yes. <laughs> at a government level. Usually, there's a lot of uh, initiatives right now against uh, oxybenzone and the other ones, but it's more like based on um, citizen uh, awareness, more local. or yeah, or a certain enterprise, a certain uh, business that commit to not use this anymore, etc. Yeah. Because um, yeah, because at government at, at country levels, it's not yet uh, totally. So that, that, that is that is great to hear that the yes. Hawaiians are yeah, going that one might step be the forward, first yeah. the, the the starter that starting the trend maybe yes, because actually, actually they were very interested they contacted us because they were actually very interested because most of the uh, marine park marine protected areas here the private. Uh, Postal results. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they ban these uh, products too. They 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 say you have to use uh, rich safe biodegradable uh, sunscreen. You're talking about Hawaii or here yes, in Mexico? Hawaii, Hawaii. They were interested in our case. Great. Because in Quintana Roo, especially yeah. because when when they were looking at uh, these kind of bans, etc. They, they heard about Quintana use of sunscreen, so it's not something from the government, but the private uh, yes. institutions. Many, many, as you said, many resorts and as, as well parks, let's yes. call them, Escarec, yes. Howe, yes. whatever, the bigger ones. Yes. They are, uh, that's another thing I would like to talk because many, many people, they come here and the first thing they see are those big parks, right? And at the entrance or the park, it communicates that you have to have biodegradable or reef healthy sunscreen. And they would not allow you, they even check they, they check for your sunscreen that's not allowed you cannot use that you're not allowed to enter into that park with your own sunscreen if it is not really healthy now my question is the sunscreen they offer there bluntly frankly spoken is that a, 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 an option what they offer there is it a healthy option uh, an environmentally friendly uh, reef healthy my, I mean, the good, brief, yeah. healthy option? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the healthiest option. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, the healthiest option of all will be not using, right? Okay. Not, not introducing more um, compounds or more products into the water. But your honest opinion on the on yeah, those products yeah. they are using there? Is yeah, it? it's, it's, uh, it's um, titanium or zinc dioxide. TiO2 or ZnO2. So yeah, this, they are not this, using the no. oxybenzone. No. They are not using the nano zinc no. no. uh, and all that. Exactly. So compared to the product everyone is most likely bringing, it is doing less damage. Yes, exactly. Let's definitely. say let's say less damage. Exactly, it's, definitely. Well, so far, so far there is no scientific evidence of uh, damage from this compound. Okay, so, <laughs> so what, uh, is it a certain brand we can buy here as well? Is it a certain brand you would recommend to... Because well, I'm asking because when uh, people are reaching out to me as a tour operator and they, they ask me, they ask me for my opinion or for my help as yeah. well. What product can I buy in order to uh, well, accomplish to these uh, recommendations or to, to bring my own to yeah. the parks, what can I buy? Right. Well, here in, in Playa del Carmen, I I only know two. 
Well, one is actually not here anymore, but you can buy it online. Uh -huh. And it's distributed not only in Mexico, but in any other parts of the world. So one local brand is Extabay, which is X-T-A-B-A-Y. And I, I buy my sunscreen there. And it's it's a locally made? It's yeah. uh, locally here in Kaya, a common? Yeah. Yeah, so you can even Kaya. support the locals? Exactly, yeah. which is very important. Also. I understand, And sure. also the other brand that I use to... to and it's very good because it doesn't go out of your skin. Like for people diving and doing what we do, Melina and myself, like monitoring and spending many, many hours by the sea, you can put that sunscreen and it doesn't go from your, your skin. It's very good. It's called Ahal, A-H-A-L. -A -A uh -huh. You can uh, buy it online. So I, I also like that brand. K-I-I-N Yeah, but in my experience, yeah. I don't like that one because you get really bad sunburns. Uh, it's <laughs> not protecting very well. It doesn't that's work the, very, very well. That's yeah. the, but the ahead. other ones, Ahala and Ekstabai, they work very well because you will see your skin white. It's, it's a, a thick it's film. A, it's a physical protection. Yeah. You know? okay. It's not a chemical one. Yes. You are actually blocking your skin. That's what you see from from uh, from those scientists which are going into Antarctic expeditions that's, where they're completely white. That's us. That's, when yes. We are going to the river. <laughs> Being yeah, completely white, and I understand because it's providing a layer on top of your skin, so the UV. Uh, rays actually do not penetrate or get onto your skin. Exactly. A physical protection. That's that's a uh, great call. Um, I was I lost my. I will I will put those. Uh, you send it already in that chat. We had those products. I will yes. put it in the, the product or in the podcast description, okay. so everyone who's listening to the podcast can find easily these products. And the Xdavai ones are really nice because they they produce small uh, quantities. I so see. if you have like a carry-on bag. You are still allowed to have that. It's less than 100 milliliters. Yeah. Okay. So it's very practical for people that like traveling all over the world. And which of the two you said they are even shipping all over the world? Ahal. Ahal. But also Extavai can ship to other parts okay. of the world. Yeah. And, and those, you can also buy them online. And those are two sunscreen the two of you would actually recommend. Yeah. Yeah, Good for the skin it. and even better for the health uh, yeah. of the reef. Yes. Yeah, and it's locally produced. Yeah. That, by independent women. Yes, <laughs> by independent. We have to add that. Very great. For, for reasons to, to buy those locally produced by independent women, uh, skin protecting and healthy for the reef uh, uh, products. You're all reef friendly. Cool. <laughs> Be careful. I, I mean, because these products, the oxidants and the UV filters, they're not only in uh, sunscreens. You have them in almost all your skincare, uh, skincare products, uh -huh. skin lotions, in plastics, in in fabric. So yeah, you have to be like. That's how we started the the, 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 the podcast, talking mm -hmm. about that is actually not only unhealthy for the reef, it is unhealthy for. Uh, for everyone with an endocrine system. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I have to, it acts like an estrogen and anti-testosterone chemical. Yeah. Uh, it, I read that uh, there are studies that it actually has an impact on the fetus in, in, in pregnancy, during the pregnancy. Of rats. Yeah. Okay. I, uh -huh. <laughs> but yeah. Babies yeah. are born with lower birth rates. I don't. Uh -huh. Okay. Studies found. I, uh -huh. I didn't. Yeah. The first. The first studies are obviously based on, on, on 
or animals, animals yeah, yeah in that case were rats. It's very um, difficult to do studies on with humans, but well, that's funny. Sorry, uh-huh. that's funny. It's difficult to do a, a study on humans, but it is easy to apply it uh, in or put it no. in products we are already using. Exactly, and it's already found that we are bioaccumulating it. Bioaccumulating it. Yes. So you can find oxybenzone in breast milk. So oh, baby, we uh, give it away. We, so baby is exposed through the pregnancy to yes. these compounds, and then after acu- the pregnancy, uh, in the milk. accumulating it through the milk because so, the milk is composed of, of fat. Really, really yeah, fat, so it's uh, very easy to stick. Uh-huh. Again, the hypo. Lipo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very bad in chemics. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, there's, there's not yet uh, proof that it impaired the development of the fetus and etc. But it's very worrisome that it's accumulating in babies. In general, it should raise alarm bells and yes. red flags uh, if you are conscious using cosmetics or in general lotions everyone is doing that somewhere somehow looking for those oxybenzones and uh, what was the other there are a lot of baby products yes. like shampoo and, and, and liquid soap that is used for babies that they have yes mm-hmm. so you are uh, having your baby exposed to these components from the very first day And so far there are no studies which are, uh, let's say, 100% saying if it is good or bad. There are only already some indication that it is not good. Exactly. So from the, from the reef, from the coral reef system, we are very quickly to our own health, mm-hmm. which is, well, all in all, it's all correlated, exactly. right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cycle. We all Def- yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, definitely. Okay, ladies, do you have anything else you would like to add to the to the podcast? I I already run through my <laughs> my notes here very quickly, but um, we are let's say uh, 37 minutes in. I don't know if you would like to add anything. Feel well, free. These, these local stores also sell many other uh, products for our personal hygiene. Yes, that are natural that are not harmful for your body and for the reef and for the cenotes and. Yeah, remind ourselves that we are living in a very, very special place. Uh, we are privileged. And we are, absolutely. We, so we have to take care of our wonder. That's our main resource here. And given the fact that the water eventually, we had that already in, when we were talking about the shower, mm-hmm. even though you're not living close to the ocean, being conscious about those products, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. about those uh, products, Washing it off eventually, it will run into the ocean. Be aware about that as well. Yeah, especially here in Quintana Roo, mm-hmm. we have what we call a karstic system. So it's like a Gruyere cheese under uh, under us. Yes. So mm-hmm. all the rivers are not seen, like in, in other places from Mexico. Underground it's rivers. Underground rivers that we can't see, but they are connected. Uh, we go to the cenotes or the, the sinkholes to swim. And all our water is also extracted from there. Yes. And it's a connection. There's a flux of water, of, of fresh water and salt water, with the ocean. So it eventually uh, will reach the reef. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, very special place. People come from all over the world to, to dive in the cenotes, to swim, 
they are beautiful and all our water comes from there. Uh, we don't have the regular water systems like in other parts of Mexico. Everyone so, has to be aware about exactly. that if they want to keep enjoying it, yeah. the beauty of this area. So we have to take care of it. that we are using in our home to clean our clothes, to clean our dishes, we have to start changing to biodegradable ones. And the good thing is that every time there are more and more places where you can buy them. Maybe not physical stores, but online. Online, so yes. Now we are connected and it's very easy to bring products. And as well, that's why I was asking you, Melina, uh, to Google it, right? Yeah. If you. The first step is to be aware. If you, yes. that's why the lack of, co of communication, the lack of education exactly. is the first barrier we, we always face, right? Yeah. Once someone is aware about, then you can start to investigate a bit. And thanks to the internet, uh, you, you can very quickly find yeah. the right choices. It is hard to be not misled. Once again, yeah. those products saying they are re-friendly, that is, for me, it's a shame that they are allowed to do that. By law, they're supposed to, yeah, I don't know, okay, they're supposed yeah. to pay a fine in my consideration. This yeah. is misleading the consumer. You are, I, when I saw it first, I was like, yeah, finally, cool. I can, I can buy hundreds mm -hmm. of these and give them out to my, to my guests, right? But I would give out something which is only part or less damaging yeah. but still it's uh, having those active ingredients exactly exactly so making it an... <laughs> yeah the complicating names oh yeah ingredients. <laughs> no good no. <laughs> i would i would like to invite your public that every time they find something good for the environment share it share yes. it with other people don't keep it for yourself yes <laughs> sharing is caring sharing exactly. means caring yeah, exactly. exactly if you hear that podcast and if you're still listening while well, you are all Awesome. and now click the the share button share it with your your friends and your community spread the word, spread the word. that is the, the yeah. most important That's thing our primary responsibility i agree to be our citizens that, and to help each other there you go I, I'd like to as well promote to, to leave the place you are enjoying as a better place. Take more with you as you actually brought. That, that is something we should all be more and more, more, and more aware about. Mm -hmm. Well, we're doing our part in communicating that. Um, anything else you would like to add? No, well, be, be a, a traveler, not a tourist, right? Be a traveler, be a tourist, be a conscious traveler, very yeah, exactly. good. And I, I we already agreed we should do that podcast maybe another day on Spanish as yeah, well. Definitely. So we definitely. do that as well for uh, more local people mm -hmm. since they are enjoying that uh, podcast mm -hmm. as well. Well, okay, ladies, thank you very much. Um, I really enjoyed uh, having you, or you having me. I was invited at Marisol's house. <laughs> thank you very much. And um, well, if you're still listening, you are awesome. Please spread the word, very important. And uh, I'm talking to you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Let us show you.